Okay, let's do this thing. Taking the grounds out of the coffee. Getting the sign. camera closer. I'm using words for people who listen in the audio feed. Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. My name is Jeremy. I'm rearranging the things in my hands, and this is my first cup of coffee. I just ground this coffee like five minutes ago. It's awesome. You can see like the oil floating on the top. Tasty. So I had this, um, you ever have these thoughts, these, I don't want to say epiphanies, but these moments of, why didn't I think of that sooner? It's so obvious. I'm going to make a first cup mug and put it on the store. Why am I drinking mug, mug? Why am I drinking coffee out of a, a blue man mug? when we have this awesome logo and a company that makes mugs for us. Why is there not a first cup mug? So it's on my counter. I'll make a first cup mug. And as soon as it arrives, I'll use it on, on the show and you'll see it. And then you can buy one. They'll be like 15 bucks with shipping. They're, they're pretty inexpensive. So yay. The show's getting more professional. Centimeter by centimeter. Oh, and then I gotta find a, a first cup bathrobe. That would be fun. I don't know if anybody does that. Oh, we'll figure it out. Ah, oh, well, good morning, everyone. My eye itches. I hope you're having a, a good week so far. I hope yesterday went well for you. Had a wonderful evening at the home of Mr. Daniel Hartz, who's been on the show a, a number of times. He may, he may still be the record holder because he participated in episode 100. He had his own episode, 200. I don't remember about 300. He may not have been around for 300. But he's just, he's been a, a great supporter of everything that's happened with Whistle Kick and Martial Arts Radio and my personal life. And, and I don't get to see him that much. So I said, hey, let's have dinner. So went over to his house, had dinner with him and his wife and his, his two-and-a-half-year-old, Hanalea, who's adorable. Just the kind of eyes that you just go, sure, child, do whatever you want. You can crawl on me. I don't care. She's a cute kid. And we had wonderful conversation, much of it about martial arts, as you may expect. And it was a, it was a great evening. Uh, good cap off to the day. Uh, what else? What else did we do? What else did I do? Yesterday I got a lot of work done. Oh. I changed the sheets on the bed. Now, tell me, is is sleeping in a bed with clean sheets not one of the, the life's amazing simple pleasures? It's just so great. Clean sheet day is one of my favorite days. And the sheets that I have, I have what are supposed to be two pairs of sheets, uh, two pairs of, two, hold on, more coffee. 
two identical pairs of sheets aside from color, but they're not. One pair is much softer. And so those stay on the bed probably a little longer because they're way more comfortable. And yesterday I put those on. And so you get into bed, it's, ah, it just, it's just the best feeling. It's amazing. So, well, what's going on today? couple phone meetings, email, hammering down on a bunch of things, a bunch of little things, just watching. We're at this point right now where even though sales have dipped because of the, the disaster with, with one of the factories, everything else is, is trending up. Everything else is looking really good, and that's an exciting thing. It's a, it's a wonderful time to be doing this. I'm happy. I'm pumped. A uh, couple phone meetings, one quick. I'm going to pop into a meeting at the State House. I'm on the uh, State Board for the Small Business Development Center. And there's a, there's a reception going on. So they have asked me, hey, please come. And of course, I will support that organization because that organization has been nothing but supportive to me for the last, well, since 2002. So I'll be there. We got some questions to answer. If you want to ask your question, best place to do it is below. Drop it in the comments and I'll answer them tomorrow. Love questions. And thank you to those of you who continue to ask questions. Makes this show much more fun, much easier for me than to sit here and ramble. Uh, and uh, by the way, Saturday's my birthday. That doesn't impact the show at all. I just wanted to tell you. You should buy yourself a shirt at whistlekick.com for my birthday. <laughs> all right. We got three questions here. Have you read the book Way of the Peaceful Warrior or seen the film? If so, in what ways do you think it is relevant to the martial arts? I have. Uh, in fact... Reading that book, my sophomore year of college, was one of the most transformational experiences of my life. It set me on this path of discovery that has continued, and I owe Dan Millman, a, the author, a debt of gratitude. The movie, while not nearly as good, did the book justice. Uh, let's see, Nick Nolte, right, and Amy Smart. And I don't remember the, the guy who plays Dan. But it's a great movie. I've seen it a couple times. Um, it's just an utterly exceptional book. And if you've never read it, you should check it out. It's an easy read. And I've read a number of uh, his other books, but none of them are anywhere as good, close to as good. So what was the second part? What ways do you think that's rel the book's relevant to the martial arts? Well, it's about personal growth. It's about discovery. It's about overcoming challenge. It really, for a, uh, Stacy says, adore that book and he is an amazing man. Got to meet him several times over the years. And yes, my most frequently gifted book. Yes, I've given that book away several times. In fact, I've given away my own copy several times. I don't even think I have one right now. <laughs> um, I often speak about the personal growth aspects of martial arts. The fact that martial arts is more than simply punching and kicking, that, that really the whole point of it is to grow, to become better, 
and the story in that book is such a wonderful example of how personal growth can look, of how we can transform and change. And while the main character's pursuits are gymnastics and not martial arts, it could just as well be martial arts. You know, it's a physical discipline, it's intense. And it's just, it's a wonderful book. And I can't really say enough good things about it. So if you haven't read it, check it out. Um, this is one of those times where I wish Amazon in Vermont were not in a fight over um, that commission sales program. Because then I'd drop a link in here and I would say, hey, go buy the book and I'll make nine cents. <laughs> but we don't get to do that here in Vermont. Stacy says, Milman Miyagi, same cloth. Yeah, I get it. Uh, all right, next. Uh, we'll answer that one third. Um, it has been said that fear is the only darkness. How does this relate to martial arts in life? Hmm, I don't know that I've heard that saying before. Fear is the only darkness. Okay, so one of the things I personally believe is that if you dig really deep, if you track back, Every action that we take is done out of love or out of fear. If I do something, if I say something to someone, it is because of love or fear. It could be love for myself or love for someone else. It could be fear of consequences, fear of the unknown. And so stemming from that, Fear is the only darkness. Fear is darkness. Love is light. It's a very simplistic view of the universe, and I think it's one of the few, if not the only, simplistic views that's appropriate. When I'm not sure of my actions and whether they are right or wrong, I dig really deep. Am I doing this for love or am I doing this for fear? And if you can answer honestly, oh, I'm being told it's from the show Kung Fu. I've actually never seen that show. I know, right? I'm almost done with the second season of Cobra Kai. It took the trip to Florida to get most of the way done. That's all I did on the airplane. Um, we're talking about more personal development here, right? If, if we're overcome by fear, if we're um, driven by fear, I'm having a hard time with my words this morning. If we're driven by fear, clearly that isn't the best way. I think we know people who take this to the extreme, that everything they do is reactionary and fearful. And they're not happy. If we look at martial arts, especially sparring, We've probably all known someone who spars out of fear. They're afraid. They either turtle up or maybe they overcompensate for their fear and they just throw wildly. Nobody likes to spar that person and that person doesn't even like to be that person. Nobody likes that person. 
it's tough to live your life in fear. So don't. It's simple, but it's not easy. How do you work on that? How do you get better at not living from fear? Make choices that are loving. So, what's a good example? I'll give you one from my own life. A lot of people don't believe me, but I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. I live alone in a house in the woods with a cat. Right? I don't live in a city. I don't have roommates. It's been years since I lived with a woman. <laughs> I've been single for a while. It is very easy to stay home and just do my own thing. And the plans that I had with my friend Daniel last night weren't rock solid. You know, we booked off some time. And there was a part of me that said, oh, just, just stay home, just work. Because I work a lot and I feel fearful at times that I'm not working hard enough, that I'm being judged for not working hard enough. I judge myself for not working hard enough. That there are opportunities I'm missing because I'm not working 24 hours a day. But then the loving choice was to keep my plans, to spend time with Daniel and his family because I, I, I love them, they're wonderful people. And I enjoy the conversation and how I feel when I'm around them. So I fought through that. And I found this to be a really useful tool. It helps me make the decisions that are best for me. And I think that if people are being honest with themselves, you can always find a decision that's best for you if you dig down to that level. One more question. How can we best check our egos at the door when going to class? Now, I'm not sure if this is based on something I've said. Oh, what do we got? Uh, fear is frequently a liar. Call its bluff. I love that. Yes, that is a perfect way to express that. Check your ego at the door. Now, I've talked about this and even used that phrase quite a bit on martial arts radio, so I'm not sure if, if the usage of that language is a direct response to my commentary. But I think it's critical. Uh, in fact, in the book that I'm working on, there's a whole chapter on ego and how ego, learning to let go of your ego is one of the critical steps in martial arts development. How can you best do that? I'll come back to something I've been saying a lot lately. Focus on your why. If you were going to class to get better, if you're training to become better at your martial art, the more you assume you don't know, the better off you'll be. The more you hold on to that white belt mentality, the more you are a committed student, the more receptive you'll be to criticism and to growth.
It doesn't mean that you assume everything you do is wrong, but just assume that everything you're doing could be better. Because guess what it could be? I will guarantee you that if you travel around and train, even the things that you are the best at, the things that, that your own instructor might say, you're doing that perfectly. You could find somebody who would say, make this small adjustment. So when you recognize that everything you do could be better, it can be scary and it can be exciting. It's scary because once you realize that you will never perfect anything in martial arts, it can be quite a blow to your ego. But when you recognize that that leaves you nothing but the opportunity for growth for the rest of your life, that's amazing. That, to me, is excitement. Exciting. Because it means the thing that I love, I can continue to find new ways to love and get better at. See, here's that love versus fear thing again. It means that no matter who I train with or travel around to, to teach, I can find a way to get better every single time. The moment that ego pops up, it limits growth. So when I go in to train, I, I have this small ritual when I go to go to train, when I go into the changing room or the bathroom, depends on where I am, I put on my uniform, could be a gi or a dobak, depending on where I'm training. And I close my eyes and I count to 10 and I focus on opening myself to the training that I'm about to participate in, whether I'm teaching it or being taught. I let everything go, do my best to let everything go from the day and just be open all the lessons that I will be exposed to and hopefully learn from. And that's worked really well for me. Carrying your ego around, especially in martial arts, is so exhausting. I'll be honest. I've walked into classes, I've, I've stepped into classes where sometimes it's the instructor, but usually it's like the senior student. And I come in and, and I don't wear a belt with stripes, so they a lot of times will assume I'm a first degree black belt. That's fine. And they feel the need to prove something. They want to prove something to their instructor, so they go hard or fast or, or argue with me about the way I'm teaching something, just something. It's tiring. I don't have time for that. It's not how you get better. The best martial artists in the world know how to check their ego at the door. So I hope I answered that. And I'd love to answer your questions. So ask them below. Bye. If you listen to this in audio later on, email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com, and I'm going to give you some homework in just a moment. Don't forget, we do this show twice a week. No, we do martial arts radio twice a week. We do this show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. You can find it later at firstcupwithjeremy.com or 
in whatever podcast app you listen to. Martial Arts Radio is Mondays and Thursdays and is not live. Uh, if you haven't checked out yesterday's episode with Mr. Brent Philpot, you should do that. Two days ago. This is Wednesday. Monday's episode with Mr. Brent Philpot. Uh, wonderful, wonderful feedback. In fact, Monday, and I don't know if this is because of him spreading it or, or what, but um, Monday was one of the top download days we've ever had on Martial Arts Radio. When I checked it like 3 p.m., it was top five. It was amazing. Um, so check out Brent's cool story. And I, I can call him Brent because we've been emailing back and forth for a while. He's a friend. He's a nice man. Um, all right. Now time for your homework. Man, that was a long episode. All right. I've given the homework before to analyze whether you're doing things out of love or fear. So I'm not going to do that again. I will at some point in the future, but not now. I want you to look at your ego. There are benefits to ego. I'm not saying you should never have it. But you should be able to let go of it. You should be able to act with ego and without. It's not easy. But it can be done. So when you go through today, be aware. Are these words that I'm using? Or is this email that I'm writing? Is this action I'm taking? Is this an egotistical action? or not. Understand why it is and why it isn't. What calls you to use those words or take that action. Understanding things and the why you do things and how you do things is the first step to being able to change anything. So focus on your awareness and your understanding first off. I look forward to hearing from you commentary, feedback, questions, whatever it is. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will 